Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. I welcome you to this great feast of the Attendant of Pentecost. As we come together to celebrate that, let us call to mind our sins, always trusting in the Lord's mercy.
reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Pentecost Day came round, they had all met in one room, when suddenly they heard what sounded like a powerful wind from heaven, the noise of which filled the entire house in which they were sitting, and something appeared to them that seemed like tongues of fire. These separated and came to rest on the head of each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak foreign languages as the Spirit gave them the gift of speech. Now there were devout men living in Jerusalem, from every nation under heaven. And at this sound they all assembled, each one bewildered to hear these men speaking his own language. They were amazed and astonished. Surely, they said, all these men speaking are Galileans. How does it happen that each of us hears them in his own native language? Parthians, Medes and Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya round the Cyrene, as well as visitors from Rome, Jews and proselytes alike, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them preaching in our own language about the marvels of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. dust from which they came. You sent forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. May my thoughts be pleasing to him. I find my joy in the Lord. Send forth your spirit, O Lord, and renew 
from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. No one can say Jesus is Lord unless he is under the influence of the Holy Spirit. There is a variety of gifts, but always the same Spirit. There are all sorts of service to be done, but always to the same Lord, working in all sorts of different ways in different people. It is the same God who is working in all of them. The particular way in which the Spirit is given to each person is for a good purpose. Just as a human body, though it is made up of many parts, is a single unit, because all these parts, though many, make one body, so it is with Christ. In the one Spirit we were all baptized, Jews as well as Greeks, slaves as well as citizens, and one Spirit was given to us all to drink. The word of the Lord.
Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the evening of the first day of the week, the doors were closed in the room where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them. He said to them, Peace be with you, and showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord, and he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so am I sending you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. For those whose sins you retain, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Feast of Pentecost is one of the three most important feasts in our church calendar. Easter and Christmas sort of speak for themselves, but why is Pentecost so important? A single word could be used to describe the events of Pentecost Day. It would be the word power. To a huddled group of discouraged disciples, there came the sound of hurricane-force winds, the strong presence of flames above each head, and then an explosion of gospel witness that catapulted the church to a force that was too large to ignore. When these few men and women proclaim the truth among thousands of people, each one hearing in his own language, his or her own language, you know something powerful is at work. Pentecost is where it started. What all these sounds and flames signified was that God was making himself known in a most profound way. He was showing the people just how powerful his Holy Spirit really was and how he was able to transform people's lives in a most incredible way. In order to really grasp the why of Pentecost, it helps to understand the when. Pentecost took place following Jesus' final command before the ascension. He said, go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. The Acts of the Apostles is the most exciting book in the New Testament. It tells of the beginnings of Christianity. It is a story of people filled with divine power, inspired to speak with an effectiveness often far beyond their ability, guided and sustained at crucial moments by heavenly visions. Their mission is punctuated by imprisonments, beatings, stonings, shipwrecks, Danger from robbers, danger from their own people, danger from false brothers. How in the world did they keep going? It was the Holy Spirit. Throughout the entire book of the Acts of the Apostles, 
we see the theme of the Holy Spirit's activity. He appears on virtually every page in the book. Although the book is traditionally called the Acts of the Apostles, it might be more appropriate to call it the Acts of the Holy Spirit. In our readings today, in a sense, we have two outpourings of the Holy Spirit. The first is the more familiar one in the Acts of the Apostles on the Feast of Pentecost, and the second as recorded in the Gospel of St. John, when Jesus comes into the room where the Apostles were hiding from the Jews and gives them the gift of peace. Jesus tells them to get out of their isolation and fear and go and announce the good news. You, he tells them, are the bearers of the gospel, announcing salvation and forgiveness. You must go. You have a mission. But they're scared and unsure. So Jesus promises them the Holy Spirit because the Spirit will enable them to do what they cannot do themselves. It is the Holy Spirit which releases them from their shackles and their timidity. Jesus gives them the Holy Spirit and commissions them to go out as the Father sent me, so am I sending you. The message is the same for us. The coming of the Holy Spirit provided the apostles with the energy, the courage and the love to get on with the task Christ had given them. We too are chosen to share the gospel news by our witness. What witness, you might ask? Let us never think that this command to share the gospel is restricted to those first apostles, or indeed the bishops and priests of today. No, through baptism, Christ has empowered each and every one of us to be his witnesses. We are all commissioned and sent out to proclaim the gospel. On this great feast, I ask each one of you to reflect how you might share Christ's message. I doubt you will need to contend with shipwrecks and stonings but certainly sometimes an indifference from the world around you. Remember, the gospel is proclaimed not just by words, but also by our lives, our example to others. It seems to me that there are many people in the world who want to proclaim Christ, but are nervous to, often frightened to, because of what others may think. Like the disciples, hidden away, they want to be freed, but await some help. Today's feast is our annual reminder that God sends that help through his Spirit. Today we are renewed in that gift. Will he allow the Holy Spirit to work through us? The Holy Spirit helps us to discern God's will for us and how we are to live as disciples in the world, encouraging us to be forthright and bold in our Christian witness. Can we, in our different, sometimes in our small ways, make a difference? Can we help others towards Christ? 
Lord, help us to proclaim our faith courageously. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Let us stand and confess our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Son of the Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died on His death. He descended into heaven. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the hope of the Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of God.
Pray, my dear friends, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of this sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing your Paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the Church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, 
he himself took bread. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The history of Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Gregory the Great, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. For him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory. 
At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ.
Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given, that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force, and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.